I'm sort of kind of afraid of heights. Even so, we had a great climbing tree in our backyard growing up. I bet I maybe got, um, yeah, maybe close to the top of the second story of our house. Uh, there are other people in our neighborhood who climbed much higher. Uh, but I, I don't know, as my sister once said when she fell out of her bunk bed, it didn't hurt to fall out of the bed, it just hurt hitting the floor. We talk about uh, trees, and we know that there were just two trees in the Garden of Eden. The tree of, of life, and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And at the beginning, Adam and Eve were supposed to eat of the tree of life. It was to sustain them, to give them, in some ways, eternal life there in the Garden of Eden. And they were not to eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. But we know what happened, that they did eat of the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And because of that, that tree brought about death and destruction sin. And so Jesus, uh, so God cast them out from the Garden of Eden so that they would not continue to eat of the tree of life. That they would not be condemned to live uh, an, e an eternal life, life forever in, the, in a fallen world. But today, we celebrate the other tree, the true tree of life. The tree of life that makes up, that repairs what happened when Adam and Eve eat, ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. That all the destruction that was brought about, all the sin that was brought about, Jesus takes upon himself as he hangs on the new tree of life. The first reading says that he bore our infirmities, that he was pierced for our offenses, crushed for our sins. That upon him was the chastisement that makes us whole, and by his stripes we are healed. I was talking to a student uh, recently, and they said, how, how could the father wants to put his son to death. We hear in the first reading, we hear, but the Lord is pleased to crush him in infirmity. And so maybe it sounds like, you know, that the father desired that the son die. And maybe, uh, so that is true, not directly, but indirectly. That obviously, directly, the Lord desired not to put his son to death. He desired that he not die on the cross. But because of our sin, because of the fall, of God the Father and God the Son, knew that the only way to repair that relationship with humanity is that his son die on the cross. And so it's not like the Lord directly wanted the Son to die on the cross. Not that the Father had a vengeance uh, for the Son. But rather they, they wanted it, they were pleased that the Son die on the cross because they knew that it was the only way to repair the relationship with humanity. 
The cross is not a sign of the Father's hatred for the Son, but rather it is a sign of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit's love for humanity. That they would go to great lengths, that the Trinity would go to great lengths to bring us back into relationship with Him, back into union with Him, so that He, that, so that he could love us the way that uh, He desired to, and that more so that we could receive God's love the way that they desired. In the second reading from the letter of the Hebrews, it says that we have a great high priest, Jesus Christ, who passed through the heavens, that Jesus is able to sympathize with our weaknesses because he was tested in every way, and yet he did not sin. And because of that, we can confidently approach the throne of grace to receive mercy, to find grace for timely help. That Jesus is the source of eternal salvation for all who obey him. St. Faustina, whose first class relic we have, is one of the saints of mercy. She proclaimed Jesus' mercy with all her might. And today we celebrate that great mercy that Jesus took upon himself the penalty for our sin, so we may receive not the penalty and the punishment for our sins, but God's mercy and forgiveness. This is the great gift that we have been given. And we do this in the context of the church, the church which is the bride of Christ. And just as Eve was created from Adam's side, the church, the bride of Christ, is created from Jesus' side. That when the sword of the soldier pierced Jesus' side, the blood and water flowed out. And in the water we see the sacrament of baptism. And in the blood we see the sacrament of the Eucharist. The two great sacraments that form us, that allow us to be members of the church. And so we as the sons and daughters of Jesus Christ, we are members of the bride of Christ, which came from Jesus' side as he hung upon the cross. And so as we celebrate this Good Friday, the more we understand the the depths of our sin, the more we understand the great depth of God's mercy and love.